My name is Seuss, and on this podcast, my friends and I will share our thoughts on relevant relationship and societal topics. Catch new episodes every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your browser. This episode starts in 3, 2, 1. Hi guys, welcome to another episode on your number one relationship and societal podcast, Heart Trips with Seuss. Thank you for all the love and the feedback from last week's episode. You guys are amazing and I don't take your input for granted. Thank you so much for always sharing the links and you know for always commenting on, on different topics on the episodes. Thank you so much. Today I'll be talking about sabotaging relationships, aka is it me, am I the drama, aka am I the one doing myself, aka am I my village people, aka am I the reason for the corrompitus in my relationships. Stay tuned to find out. Thank you. This episode is not a blame game. It's not pointing fingers at anybody. In fact, if it's pointing fingers at anybody, it's at myself. Because I'll be giving my own examples on how I have sabotaged my relationships in the past. And how if not for the mercies of the Lord, I will still be in the gutter and the dustbin. Looking for what you not lost. But anyway, here we are. And um, let's talk about how sometimes we can sabotage our own relationships and... This is just an opportunity for us to think about the state of our relationships, especially if there's been a bad cycle. If you notice that your relationships have a pattern, they end the same way. They attract the same kind of people. You know, we'll talk about some of the reasons why and how maybe you're the one behind the mask. Maybe you're the one responsible for how your relationships are turning out, right? And then we'll try and find solutions to that, things you can do, things you can change. And let's see how that can improve your relationship. That is the goal of this podcast. Amen. Amen. If you are new to this podcast, um, let me just tell you now that I'm a teacher. I used to teach at a school and I currently teach in a children's church. So I like definitions. I like examples. I like illustrations just to get my thoughts across, just to get my point across. Having said that, I will be starting with the definition of self-sabotage. And this just means conscious or unconscious behaviors that lead to the end of a relationship in this context you know it's leading to the end of a relationship or the end of your friendships we're not just looking at dating relationships friendships can end too because you sabotage them you can ruin a great friendship you know with your own actions or your words right a conscious or unconscious behavior that leads to the end of a relationship or a friendship It can also mean giving up on people or causing people to give up on you on your relationship slash friendship. To really explain this definition, I would move on to why people self-sabotage their relationships. So I I would list a couple of reasons why and then try to build examples from that. So the first reason people sabotage their relationships is out of fear. The fear that the person will leave you, your friend will leave you or your friend or your partner would end the relationship. And it's not like you set out with that intention. It just happens because it's just, it's deep-seated. It's somewhere in your heart. It's somewhere set in your mind that, you know, this person can leave me whenever they want to and I won't see it coming. So let me spin it around and leave them first. And it's just all in your head, really. Of course, there are times where a relationship has to end. But, I mean, that would be like on a natural, you know, by natural causes, maybe you know, differences, incompatibility, you know, or just one person being the back of the bread or whatever. But you assuming or you 
foreseeing the end of the relationship before any signs of the end. Yeah, that fear is one way you can sabotage a good relationship. Another reason people sabotage their relationships is because they have low self-esteem. Maybe you don't you don't believe that you have much to offer or you have much value in the relationship and you just think maybe one day they'll realize that I'm not so great or I'm not that special or I'm not as you know wonderful as they think I am and then they will leave me when I'm very invested in the relationship. So let me just go now. Let me just cause a fight. Let me just break up now before one day after five years they'll come and realize that I'm not good enough for him. Let me give you a personal example. I was dating somebody while we were in school. Honestly, it was even my best relationship ever. Like, I was happy. I was not under stress. Nobody was... I didn't feel the need to pretend to be somebody I'm not. I was happy. I was, you know, having a great time. Communication was great. I mean, you know how you can... Because I'm in melancholy, I I tend to overthink things. And then with this person, even when I'm, you know, spiraling with my thoughts, it's not, it wasn't even a problem. It's like, okay, I see your point of view, but that's not how it is. Like, somebody so calm and sensible and just had sense, which was really all I needed at that time in my life because I was very, very unstable, right? But I just thought to myself, hmm, what if sometime from now, this person begins to see that, oh, I'm not all that, or he finds somebody better, or, you know, he does this, he does that. By myself, I concluded that, one day he would realize that i'm not a good match for him or you know one day he would just meet somebody better and then he would break up with me and you know in my own limited wisdom i just thought let me end this relationship now let me not get too invested so that two years from now three years from now when we are you know done with school and everything he will now say eh, he has found somebody else or he doesn't think we can work and there are stories like that granted yes but there were no signs of any of these things happening in my relationship and yet i assumed it was going to happen so guess what i did susu baby she ended that relationship and it's not even like me trying to compare or anything but i didn't feel that sense of security with anybody else and once in a while i'll ask myself why did i even break up with this guy and then i'll just tell myself maybe it was just not meant to be i lost a good relationship a very good relationship at that time because like I said, I was very emotionally unstable and I really did not have my priorities set out for a relationship. I didn't really know what I wanted. So it's like even when I saw it, I had it in the palm of my hands. I still threw it away. But then, bless the Lord for restoration and um, I'll get into the rest of the gist later. Another reason people sabotage their relationships is because they have trust issues. Maybe somebody has betrayed you in the past. Maybe you've had a very bad relationship or sometimes it's not even from a dating relationship it can be from your family maybe growing up your parents have lied to you or they've betrayed your trust or they just did not meet up to your expectations and you just feel like that's how everybody is you can't trust anybody anybody can switch up on you that is not true are there people who switch up on their partners are there people who are dubious are there people who will betray their partners for a loaf of bread yes but is that your partner maybe not so why are you already concluding in your mind that he's going to break your heart or she's going to leave you for somebody else? Why? Why are you causing yourself emotional downcastness? Why? Other reasons include unrealistic expectations. You want your partner to move the mountain, to move the world, to buy you 
two or three planets to make you happy. Why? Why do you feel the need to be impressed? Really ask yourself these questions. Don't even look at your partner. Look at yourself. Yeah, it's easy to say, oh, I know somebody that has this trait. I know somebody who thinks like this. Somebody who acts like this. I'm not talking about those people today. We're talking about you, my love, my darling, you, you. Ask yourself these questions. Are my expectations realistic? Am I really being fair to my partner? You want them to spend all their time with you, to spend all their money on you, to spend, you know, all their resources on you. You want you want your partner's life to revolve around you why is it coming from a sense of insecurity is it coming from anxiety is it coming from that low-key fear like i said in the beginning that maybe if they're not paying so much attention to you then they will have time to pay attention to somebody else it's time to ask yourself these questions and then there's um finding perfection or having a false sense of perfection or you, your partner must be this 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 the fault are in any of those things you've listed you just feel they're not good enough for you and then you end the relationship forgetting that you yourself even you yes you are god's creation you are wonderfully and fearfully made but you are not perfect we are all trying to get better which is one reason i'm very big on self-awareness because the more you know about yourself the more you can see yourself and know yourself the more you are aware of your flaws and it's not even a negative way. It's not to make yourself, it's not to beat yourself up and say, oh, I'm not good enough. No, you are good enough. But can you be better? Yes. You are not perfect. But can you improve on this this behavior or this area of your life? Yes, you can. And you should. So why are you expecting perfection from somebody else? And then the moment they falter or the moment you just see any sign of, you know, any sign of imperfection, you are quick to bail. Why? Are you trying to get a perfect partner because you know that you are imperfect and you think that, you know, somebody has to be good and the other person not so good? I mean, what is really the rationale behind it? And then there are other there are other ways you can sabotage your relationship, you know, by vices, by, you know, greed, jealousy, insecurity. You don't, it still goes to trust issues. You don't trust your partner. So you're always all up in their business or you or you're just a promiscuous person you claim to love your partner you claim to you know care about them but you're investing your time and resources in in, in other love interests right that's not good for your relationship you are already digging degree for that relationship all in the name of or oh, it's just cruise i'm just having fun no you're sabotaging that relationship why are you going to why are you playing with something important over something that does not even matter i mean if you have a goal if you are here for a committed relationship why are you entertaining other love interests why is it that you don't know what you want is it that you're confused do you think it's all fun and games because to your partner it's not and it's going to cause problems in your relationship so wherever you need to fix up do that I know some people will say, oh, I saw a sign from the beginning and it turned out to be true. Yes, there are those times. But are you sure it was you spotting a red flag or it was you just speaking negativity into that relationship until it came to pass? Again, I'm. this is not a blame game. I'm not saying feel bad or, you know, go back to that ex and apologize. Calm down. Before you go and text somebody, hold on. We are just asking questions and I want you to really think about it. Why did the relationship end? Is it because that person was truly, you know, at fault or you just didn't work out? Or it was because you already had that, you know, you already had it in your mind. You already had that negative notion in your mind that the relationship was going to end. And so it did. Because 
I mean, believe me, I believe in the power of thoughts and the power of words. If you think about something long enough and you say it long enough, it will happen. You can change the course of your life with your words and with your thoughts. So, are you sure that relationship ended because it was supposed to or because you spoke the end of that relationship into life? Again, ask yourself. Moving on to sources of distrust issues or sources of fear and insecurity, you know, in our relationships. The first one is, like I said earlier, you ha- you've had a previous unhealthy relationship. And sometimes it's not even from a previous dating relationship. It's probably from how we were raised, from our parents. They've probably broken maybe your trust. It can also be from past trauma, past abuse, or neglect. On the episodes about abuse, I think that was that was in April. April was Abuse Awareness Month. I talked about how neglect is a form of abuse. So it's, it's not until you hit a child or you say bad words to them. Sometimes leaving them alone to themselves, neglecting their needs, neglecting them when they need attention or when they need care or guidance is also abuse, right? So maybe that's what you experienced while growing up and that has broken your trust or probably you were physically abused or sexually abused or verbally abused over the years. It does something to you. It does something to your mind. It does something to your heart. It closes you off. And this is also from experience because I know how closed off I was, which is one of the reasons I also didn't enjoy the relationship I was talking about earlier. I mean, I could have given more of myself. I could have loved more. I could have been more committed and all that. But I I hadn't really unlocked that part of me yet because I was still, you know, dealing with abuse from the past, you know, physical abuse, sexual abuse and all that. And I didn't know at the time it was affecting me. But a couple of years later, when I started to really seek emotional healing and I started to pray and, you know, get help in that area, I started to see triggers and signs, you know, and pointers to how my behavior was a reflection of how I had been treated as a child. So all of that was, I mean, it was, it was really a lot to deal with at the time. And even though I didn't mean to, I was sabotaging my relationships and um, and that's you know in the past now and i'm grateful for the for the fact that i got help right but imagine if i did not i would still be you know recycling the same pattern of relationships the fear of commitment the fear of being attacked the fear that somebody would leave me thoughts that i'm not good enough and all that it would they would still be affecting me till date and i would not be happy because deep down i'm a relationship person i value commitment i value relationships i want to be in a loving and healthy relationship so not having that can be very frustrating on one hand it's something you truly want on the other hand there's a part of you that is going to make sure you never get that thing that you truly want it's like it's a paradox and it's really tricky it's really it can be a very confusing place to be because you desire something but there's something about you that is like blocking that thing from happening is sabotaging that thing is hindering the progress of that thing that you really desire that your soul really desires which is why you need to point it out and start to get the help that you need another source of fear and insecurity and trust issues is perceived threats which is what i was talking about earlier when i said you're assuming that this relationship will be a danger to you or i mean there's no proof there's no sign and you have to be honest with yourself if you are seeing a red flag it is a red flag it is not pink it is not burgundy it's not maroon it is a red flag and you need to leave that relationship if your partner is not going to make amends or change leave and sometimes you may need to leave while they're even making the amends that's left to you that's topic for another day but the point is 
if it is a red flag it is a red flag and if it is just your insecurities or it is just all in your head you should try and find the difference don't assume that it's a red flag and don't assume that oh it's nothing important it may be a serious issue right my favorite part is the solution i'm all for solutions i mean where there's a problem i want to know the solution is why i like crime movies because it starts out with a problem somebody has died who killed them when did they die why did they die all the many questions and then at the end of the movie all your questions are answered solution on today that's what i like so solution moving forward what do we do now you have you know spotted signs in your relationships you have you know not, maybe i have mentioned something that you need to work on or something that you're currently dealing with something that you're currently working on wonderful how can we get a solution what is the way out the first thing is to look within yourself introspection ask yourself these questions honestly you don't have to involve anybody but if you have a trusted friend if you have maybe an ex that you are still friends with not the one that you ended things with on a bad note you don't have to but if you have a close friend that you trust or an ex that you are still friends with you can ask them what you know what went wrong from their own perspective you'll be surprised you may not even be aware of these things that that you are doing but maybe they can point it out to you you were actually scared of commitment you did not really commit to the relationship or you were afraid or you didn't trust me or you were too jealous or you had insecurities and they can lovingly tell you what went wrong what are your baggages what are your past traumas what are the things you need to deal with you need to unpack i like that word unpack because we all carry stuff honestly as you are going through life you are carrying things that you picked up as a child people dumped on you you picked it up you lent it somewhere somebody imposed it on you sometimes you have to just stop and just actually unpack and say what am i really carrying what is this thing that is weighing me down this thing that is heavy on my heart and then you begin to really think about it introspection and think and try to find the signs the triggers maybe it's abuse maybe it's neglect maybe it's fear trust issues you know um, inadequacies or whatever have that conversation with yourself pray if you need to and try to find the source right and also try to get help you can talk to a certified therapist or a counselor or somebody who can help you depending on the issues that you are dealing with believe me we all have issues we are dealing with and me saying oh i'm over this i'm over that doesn't mean i still don't have things that i'm still working on because it's a daily it's a daily journey you know it's a, it's a daily walk right so it's not like anybody has to figure out together but somebody somebody who has maybe gone ahead of you on that journey can help you and if you need references if you need contacts of people you can talk to um i can share some now the second thing is to have realistic expectations of you and of your partner there really has to be that balance of course when you're in a relationship or even before you get into a relationship you have expectations this is how i want to be treated this is how i would treat my partner this is what i expect from this relationship i want to be loved i want to be valued i want to be cared for right and i'm and you're also ready to give those things to your partner you're going to love them value them and care for them or even in your friendship maybe one friend has broken your heart before or your friend has betrayed your trust doesn't mean you won't have friends again doesn't mean you won't even find friends that you will spend the rest of your life with that you guys will grow together and you know achieve so much together so now will be a good time to really check out your expectations what do you expect from your relationships and what do you expect of yourself in those relationships it doesn't have to end in forever after but every relationship will teach you something would 
you know, show you a part of yourself you didn't even know would help you, you know, improve on yourself in one way or the other. The point is, different relationships and different friendships will show you different sides of you, right? So, don't get all hung up on, oh, we must end up together forever. No, it doesn't have to be. However long that relationship lasts, two months, three months, whatever, one year, you know, make the best of it. And you know that when that relationship ends, it's not the end of your life, it's not the end of the world. You move on, you know, you move on to other things, move on to better things, right? And then the last one here is to communicate with your loved ones. If you are currently in a relationship or you have strong friendship that you value, um, it's important to communicate with them. Maybe you have seen signs of trust issues or insecurity or fear of abandonment. Talk to your partner about it. Have you noticed this and this in me? How would you want me to improve on our relationship? How can I be better? And if you notice anything from your partner too, talk to them about it. I really don't understand how people can't talk to their partners about things that bother them because first of all, are you dating a goat? Are you dating Lucifer? If yes, why? If no, why can't you talk about your feelings? Have honest conversations with them and also be ready to be flexible. I mean, somebody coming from a place of trust issues or I don't trust anybody, anybody can switch up on me, anybody can change, anybody can betray me, you now have to be you have to learn to be more flexible and not so rigid in your mind, not so, you know, afraid, not so tense in your heart. You have to learn to release and just, you know, enjoy that relationship without the fear of somebody leaving you or somebody breaking your heart or somebody, you know, showing you pepe. No, calm down, calm down. Communicate with your partner. If, if at any point you begin to feel like, Oh, these signs are coming up again. Talk to them about it. Oh, I think I'm getting a little insecure. I think I'm getting, you know, too jealous. I think I'm getting afraid again. Talk to them about it. Of course, there's the place of talking to therapists and counselors and, you know, professionals who can help you. But your partner should also be able to listen to you. And you do the same for them. If you have a partner who is dealing with insecurities or trust issues or fear coming from abuse and neglect as a child, you have to show support to them because life happened to them they didn't wish it upon themselves nobody wants to be abused as a child nobody wants to be taken for granted nobody wants to be neglected nobody wants to have to deal with issues you know family issues that would affect them and ruin their relationships nobody chose that life but you are with that person now and you can show them love by being committed to them by helping them on their healing journey not adding petrol to their fry pan please be helpful if you truly love them you would help them on their healing journey the first thing is to look within, introspection, find out your past trauma, your past baggages and get help. Try to find solutions to that. The second thing is to balance your expectations. Have realistic expectations of yourself and of your partner. And the third thing is to communicate with your loved ones, your partner, your friends. Talk to them about how you feel. Ask them for help and, and also be willing to offer help if you have a partner you know, who is dealing with dealing with insecurities or fear or you know the effects of abuse and trauma on a closing note you deserve love so stop shutting people out don't don't push people away if somebody shows that they care about you somebody is showing consistency somebody is showing that they love you somebody is showing how they feel about you allow it accept it don't assume the worst don't hope for the worst because you may get the worst that you hope for So don't shut people out. 
I mean, of course, it's good to vet. Definitely, I'm not saying allow everybody that says I love you. Just no, no. Allow you can vet them, you know, by their words, by their actions, and whatever. And if you're a person of faith, you have prayer as a very important tool. Pray about people that are in your life. Love yourself and let other people love you. I mean, most people want relationships, right? There are people who are fine being single. They're okay with their friends, okay with their family. And life is good. Life is wonderful. Good. But if you know that you want relationships, you value romantic, intimate relationships, then don't close yourself up. Don't give up on life and say, oh, there's nobody for me or I will never find anybody good. That's not true. That is not true at all. But the moment you begin to allow yourself, open your mind to the possibility of somebody treating you right, somebody loving you properly, and you, you know, reciprocating that love to them, you begin to attract good people. Thank you for listening today as always. Um, I appreciate everyone who listens, everyone who shares the link. I truly appreciate you. Thank you for everything that you do to help this podcast. I love you. Thank you so much. Until another episode next week. Thank you for listening today. Bye.